No one needs time to prep. No oh, you should have changed my name, dude, to Artie, and I would have put yours as Josie. <laughs> Nobody would Josie. ever do that. And then Jess. What? A different way. Oh, my God. Welcome to Puro Pinche Sports. I'm your host, Jose Garza. And tonight I'm joined by my co-host, Arturo Ibarra, a.k.a. Artie, and Jesse Santos. Just Jay. Just just Jay. <laughs> How's it going tonight, fellas? What's up, man? How you doing? Chilling. 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 Where were you that, last episode, uh, man? That, that's that's a trademark. Hope that went well, man. There's a million rounds for the type of industry I'm in, so it's one of like ten. But you know who doesn't have a million rounds? Kamar Usman, because he got knocked the fuck out <laughs> at UFC 278. Usman, my goal, man. What are you talking about? Don't disrespect oh, that, man. He could be oh, your goal, but he got he got dropped. He got oh, dropped. Man. Let's just start it off, guys. Let's just start it off with what the big topic is. UFC 278. Kamar Usman defending his welterweight title against Leon Edwards. Jay, I'm just going to go straight to you, man. You see the whole first to fifth round. You see the whole thing go out and then pow. Give me your that was a that was an easy. F- Hold on, let's cut. Can I cuss on here? Yes, I don't care. Okay, that was an easy fucking dub, and he soiled it because he was over there talking shit, being overconfident, not backing up that shit. Got taken down by somebody who doesn't fucking wrestle, and then at the end started to box, which. Leon is a fucking boxer, kickboxer. Knocked your bitch ass out because he fainted the straight, kicked you in the fucking face. It was it was it was incredible. Um, Art, I know you say you didn't get to fully watch the fight. I know you caught most of the highlights and stuff like that, but just seeing how it went down, first round, you know, very confident Leon. He got a nice takedown in, swept swept that leg and got the full mount right away. It was almost submitted. Almost submitted. Took the back and almost got the rear naked choke. It was it was beautiful. It was it was a great move. But after that, turned on Kamaru. It just made him angry. Said, "Bitch, I'll take you down multiple times. I'm gonna take you out down at will. I'll even outpower you. I'm gonna put you in the corner of the cage." And at one point, Leon almost got his foot trapped at the corner of the cage, and that kind of like turned took off him off his momentum. And then the rest of the way. He's just taking him down, owning him, exhausting him. I mean, the Leon's coaches were fucking begging him to do something because he had done nothing rounds two to four. Round five comes around. Still the same thing now. Throughout the whole fight, both men grabbing the cage, hanging on. Herb Dean is pissed. He's like, get, get your hands off the cage. At one point, Leon's got his hand inside Kamara's gloves. Now, Jay, I don't know if you found this controversial. I, I don't know if how well you saw this. At two minutes and a half left of the fight, of the of the fifth round, Herb picks them up because they're not doing anything on the side of the cage. You know, he just kind of got them there. He's kind of just like coasting to the victory. But Herb says, you know what? Both of you get up, fight. Now, Art, tell me your thoughts on the fight because, of course, that ends up leading to the beautiful head kick. So I guess for... The beautiful viewers of Puro Pinche Sport, man. If I were to say that I didn't watch the fight afterwards, that would have been called out in the comment section, like always. <laughs> nah, but honestly, man, I went ahead and watched the fight afterwards. Um, and hey, a man has to admit when they're wrong. And hey, I, I was wrong. I, I called out the wrong fighter. Jesse? Jesse? <laughs> no, Jay called me out on it, man. Like he said, hey, how, how, what a kind of disrespect for GSP. And you know what? Yeah, GSP solidify i mean he solidified everything that he did before this moment to be the goat my point was that usman was getting to that point so this knockout of course like like this it, it just destroyed his career like that path that he is like he can't be that guy but the fact that man the fact that the first round first or second round whenever he comes out of the gate you get knocked down and almost put in a rear like Rear, First round. Like, like you're, you're almost take, yeah, you're almost out. Like he has that that lit up the fireman, like 189 total strikes to 64, and then five takedowns to one, uh 83 significant strikes to 55. Like he had that 
it was his fight. But hey, you just have to put your guard down. And he got caught great. That was a badass kick, man. Like props to him. Like he knocked the freaking eye. Like his eyes rolled back. So that was a nasty, that was a nasty, nasty knockout. So Jay, you said yourself. Here's my thing. Go for it, go for it. All respect to Us. He's a great fighter, but who has he really fought that's that big, right? He fought Colby. Colby was probably a hard, probably one of his harder fights. Masvidal, fucking garbage. Burns, he dog walked Burns. As he Burns had a good first round. Him. Burns had a good first round, by the way, just to put that out he there, did. just like Leon did. He did, but easy fights for him. Leon should have been a fucking rap. That should have been nothing. That should have been a money in the bag. He went out and he fought. Cool. He let him take him down. Is what it is. I get it. Shit happens. At the end, you should have, you shouldn't have gone out and been, oh, I'm gonna go be big bad man, whatever, and try to box with a boxer. That's fucking stupid. You went and you fainted the fucking kick or the punch, excuse me. And then he kicked you in the face. You parried way too low. And then you dipped your head and he kicked you. That's just this is poor judgment. You if you're at this level of a fighter, as some people would say, you gotta you gotta be you gotta be Jay, watching that shit. Do you attribute the- that that parry like him ducking that low? Um, even from a like faint, because obviously, so I don't know if you know this, right? So like Leon, because he is a kickboxer, at first he's throwing like fake feints with his right because he's on southpaw stance, right? He's just throwing them, just whatever. And then the second Leon thinks he's actually going for a real hit, which is when, you know, the left straight, that's when he parries low. Do you attribute the parrying more to his wrestling style as to why he went as low as he did? Um, and mind you, is that also the lack of kickboxing knowledge to the fact that, like I said, you know, he's in southpaw. He's throwing feints. He's not really anything. And then he goes straight and then throws that kick. Is that more to his wrestling and lack of kickboxing knowledge? Here, I'll put it this way. Remember when Izzy fought um, Anderson Silva? Yes, yes. yes. Anderson Silva threw a kick. Izzy stepped backwards. He did get his lip touched with his foot, but he stepped backwards. He avoided the knockout, yeah. Why? Because putting your head where somebody kicks is way more dangerous than backing up. Okay. That's no, and, and yeah, you're I mean you called it was like he he was leading that kick. Like the fact that he was jabbing, he was tagging, he was tagging, he was tagging, he like fainted it out. Yes, again, like Usman's an experienced fighting a kickboxer. Um and or no his is just his own, not really fighting a kickboxer, it's more like his own knowledge, lack of knowledge on kickboxing. Well, yeah, like that's the fact. Like if his style is like different then, like he doesn't know, and that, that's I guess that's why we love UFC though. It's like like mixed martial, uh, mixed martial arts. So it's like different times you have to adapt. And he didn't adapt there. He forgot. He just threw it out the window. Uh, but like going back to this fight, though, it's like I would see it the same way as, you know, the uh, the lioness whenever she lost the first, whenever she lost hers. Like she went into it like talking and everything. She came back on her second fight and she, man, she, she put up a fight. I would want to see this fight happen again, see what Usman does. I think I'm not saying he's gonna be the goat and this solidifies himself as the goat, but like this, hey, are you gonna like keep talking shit or are you actually gonna like go ahead and prove, hey, you know what, like I can be the champion again? If he doesn't, man, then that's it, man. So like the the biggest thing for me, right? Because like I said last week on the on the episode, I think JSP is a goat. That that what had not changed even with his loss to Matt Hughes when he was super young or his, you know fluke loss you would you could say to matt sarah because you know he did lose those two fights just the same way kamaro did lose his first ufc fight now the difference was that once he got his revenge on both hughes and sarah he went on a tear there was just nobody that could stop him he outclassed everybody in his way whether it's josh koscheck whether it was bj penn um freaking dan hardy you know all these names like he just stacked up a list, and at the end, yes, he did have that fight with Johnny Hendricks where a lot of people think that he probably didn't win. He still won. He retired, came back, and then goes on to win the middleweight title. So his Remember, long he jump- beat you at your own game. Yeah. That would be like Leon going and beating Kamaru at wrestling. 
he beat you at your own shit. He beat Josh Koscheck at wrestling. And that's the thing. GSP, you know, for those who don't remember, was not a traditional wrestler. He was more of a kickboxer. You know, that's what he was trying to be. He learned wrestling while he was growing, you know, while learning MMA, you know, mixed martial arts. And he became this genetic freak of a wrestler that nobody saw coming. And he fucking owned these names, the John Fitches, Penn, see Diago Alvarez. <clears throat> he owned all these names and his longevity as a champion. Mind you, too, here's another thing. And I don't know if you attribute to this. Right now, GSP's 41. He retired, what, six years ago. 35, right? So he would have been 35. Kamaru Usman right now is 35. Kamaru Usman's only been fighting in MMA for about 10 years. GSP started much younger, and he all the way up until he was 35, like that's his resume. So Usman, age-wise also, has almost no chance to really catching up to GSP. And to me, I mean, that, that could be everyone's different opinions, obviously. Anything could change. But for me, nine title defenses in his second reign, Two-time champion, two-divisional champion, middleweight and welterweight. It's just, un, you know, it's just tough, tough to touch his resume, uh, regardless how good Kamar Usman is. Like well, I said, he, the big fact is come back. He would have to come back from this loss, dominate everybody and big names. Not fucking go and fight Masvidal, because why? The man is garbage. He fucking got a lucky knee, and that made him famous. That's right. You're not you're not beating you're not beating Camaro. You're not beating anybody who's strike like who's striking better than him. You're not you're not that great. You got lucky. You got the limelight from a knee that was legitimately just a lucky knee. That's what it I, is. I I personally think Camaro, even though like don't get me wrong, Camaro's Mun's reign has been an awesome. It's a terror. We all bet for him to win this fight on Saturday. I, I, none, of, none of us, no one I knew said Leon Edwards. I'm not going to like fake it and be like, oh, yeah, I picked Leon for sure. Fuck no, I did not. I was impressed after the first round, but no. I um, said he's going to win third round. I, I said second. I thought Usman was going to win second. You know, we were both made into fools. But anyways, oh, the streak that he had into like him being Tyron Woodley, the first fight with Kobe, and the knockout of, uh, of Burns and Masvidal, those have been truly impressive. But other other than that, that's not enough for me to like solidify his career as the number one welterweight. Obviously, Dana White's gonna say it because he's a promoter he's trying to hype up his own guys. But you know, anything Dana says, I just kind of is bullshit. I mean, he has a chance to come back. He he does have a chance to come back. Yeah, I won't say I, he's my goat, right? That's, no. that's my un, unofficial opinion, but that he's not my goat. As I see it, he doesn't fit that category right now. Can he get into that category? Sure, but the level of competition he has to fight for me has got to be way higher. And mind you, we, you we're talking about you can't be fighting chumps. Yeah, you can't be fighting chumps, dude. Like you beat fucking Kobe. Kobe was your hardest fight. You beat Burns. Cool. I need you to fight fucking top notch. Like I don't even think Hamzat's at his point yet. Even though he lost, I still don't think he's at his point. He's he's running through people, but he's running through like fairly easy people. Too. Burns Bottom was off. his first real challenge, and he almost fucking lost that shit. Mm-hmm. Like you're not, look, if he goes and fights Colby right now, he's not beating Colby. Yeah, let me pull up the rankings for the welterweight. So right now, Kamaru's obviously number one contender. He should begin the immediate rematch. I don't see like why not. Colby will probably have to wait and pray Leon wins before he can get a title shot. After that. Hamzat, Burns, Bilal Muhammad. Mm, oh, we saw that Leon Edwards Bilal Muhammad fight. That was one sided. Uh, Jeff Meal, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, who's more at the end of his career. Shabert, there's just not really, honestly, like big names to really challenge you at the World Tour division. The, the big point is right now, the champion just has to clear out the division. That's it. Can he move up, though? That's my question, though. Can he move up? He can, right? Like, that's like, he so can. We had, not smart, but he can. See, that, that, that's another, we've had that conversation a, before. Like, is it worth He's not moving up to middleweight. Like, he's not moving up to middleweight. He's not, he doesn't want to fight Izzy. He doesn't have the easy. balls to move up to middleweight. That's, Look at the people that's why, fight there. That's why he also said he wants to fight at light heavyweight to avoid Izzy. He wanted to go up to light heavyweight and fight there because he, like, that's the thing too with Kamaru Usman. 
he got in his own way. He saw past his his challenges because he was saying, I want Canelo. I'm good enough to beat Canelo. Apparently, not. not good enough to beat Leon Edwards, my man. You're not. You you want to go to light heavyweight, bro? Izzy had a tough time at light heavyweight. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna. You're, you're a little smaller, and you're not gonna do it. Like I'm sorry, he was like, well, and then you know I can't, I can hate on Izzy and say he's a boring fighter, but he plays the game, right? He doesn't, he doesn't have the drive like the old school UFC used to. Doesn't want to like go out there John and Jones. fucking dominate and beat the shit out of people like John Jones. Did. He doesn't want to do that. He wants to retain the title. If he just retains the title, what are you going to say? He's the champ. You can talk shit about him all day, but at the end of the day, he's got the fucking belt. What are you going to say? Kamaru does not have a belt anymore because he fucking lost by being overconfident. Do you think the Herb Dean sending them up is controversial in any way? I mean, I could see why it would be, right? If he would have just let them sit there, cool. It would have been the end of the fight. You could, right. have, you could have swayed it the other way and said, oh, Kamara would have won because they would have just laid on the ground for five minutes. At the end of the day, would you want to watch that? Probably not. Nah. So he, Herb Dean does what a, what a ref should do. Would yeah. do, right? He stands him up. Okay, fight. Show me something. Herb Dean, Our, I, don't give any, I don't give any flat to Herb Dean the whole, the whole thing. He was, he was picking them both out on both of the things that they were doing. He stood them up. Just so happened that Kamaru got caught. Yeah, I agree. Art, do you think this is knockout of the year? And mind you, we had the Chandler knocking out Ferguson also this year. That's the thing, man. There's been some crazy, crazy as knockouts though. Um, but do you have I, anything above this one, or do you have it? You know, man. I know me and Jay discussed it that night. Again, I wouldn't I wanna, say, yeah, I wouldn't say I this is the knockout in, of the day. I want to throw in something maybe for the hot part. Is are you saying is this like the most brutal, or are you saying is this like the? This is the knockout of the year. Like this is the one that was the the nastiest. Uh, I told you why I'm giving this one the knockout of the year, not over Chandler, uh, over Ferguson. Did you want you me to say? Art? Do you, I haven't told Art. So Did Art, the reason I gave this one. The knockout of the year, right? Because we all love the Chandler front kick to Ferguson, right? So, but I also said that at that point, Ferguson's chin was weak as fuck. Going into the fight and in the fight itself, he was getting rocked. So by the time that front kick came in, it was easy, lights out. But I told Jay, I think Mike was on the on the call too when we did the when I said this. Kamaru was pretty much a hundred percent on the chin. He was not damaged. I think he had only been hit like 20 times head strikes. So by the time that kick comes in, yeah, maybe he's a little tired after five rounds, but, I mean, he was pretty much at 100%. He was clear. So that just means that one came with more power and right on the money. Like, wow, like that was like more damaging than anything because I mean, it, it, it drained him from 100 to zero real quick. I still wouldn't call him, man. I... I... Uh, man, like I still like the like for example, like the Sangwil Lee one was a good knockout. The back elbow, that was a crazy shit up mm. on. Like that's what I'm saying. Like there's that one, and then the other one that I remember right now was the uh, uh, was it Dion Lewis, Derek Lewis, the one Derek Lewis got knocked out With, uh, where he got washed. Yeah, like that's like I'm saying like from those two, I think those had more. I feel like those overpass this one. Even though, like, yet again, this kick at the last, like, the last second, man, like, yes, you win the championship. Like, you won your belt and everything, but he landed that where he should have landed. The other ones are just nasty, though. I don't know. I don't know the Derek Lewis one, really, like, for me. I mean, it was nice. I don't know if I counted it as, like, oh, my God. No, I wouldn't count it as the first one, but I'm saying, like, over the Usman one, I would. Mm. I, I mean, have those two over it's, it's hard Every- to Because, like, if we're talking about, like, world-shaking knockout, this one definitely did that. It shook up shit that this was not supposed mm-hmm. to happen that way. So I get both sides. I, yeah, bro, I this is – Kamar Usman said this best. This is the Hail Mary of Hail Marys. This was a, the biggest comeback anyone could have made, and it happened for him. So, ah, biggest comeback I mean, ever? 
no, no, no. For for for, I guess in his situation, right? I mean, oh, Everett, okay, okay, yeah. Ever no, no, yeah. We, we talked about Chet Congo. We we talked about Chet Congo. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Well, I mean, we could move on. Um, I don't know if y'all really want to talk about anything else of the other fights. The podcast of Luke Rockhold was, you know, that was, was a good fight. It was all right. It, it was entertaining. It, entertaining is the right answer. Good is a different story. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even need to say anything about that. All right. Well, we got some questions. You know, some people submitted, so you know, we can go ahead and answer them if y'all like. Send it. Send it. Send it. Send all right. First let, me get, let me get my cheat sheet out. Oh, yeah, get your cheat sheet out. First question, who wins all-time East versus all-time West? B- the big O, Ro- Oscar Robertson, MJ, LeBron, Giannis, and Bill Russell versus Magic, Kobe, KD, Duncan, Hakeem. And Hakeem? Hakeem. Oh, my God. They put uh, Hakeem. Uh, I'm not even going to debate, bro. I'm just going to go <laughs> with my answer. I'm not giving any fucking reasoning, MJ and LeBron. Okay, so you're putting East. All right, Art. God damn, I don't want to think about it. Jose, give your fucking answer and let's move on. <laughs> I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. I'm just kidding, bro. You think about it's it. It's the West for me, Papas. I don't know what you mean. Dude, Hakeem. It's because they got Duncan. No, Hakeem's the difference. I'm sorry. Hakeem, like this. Hakeem's the difference. Hakeem's the difference. I'm sorry. Hakeem is under. nice. Yeah, this is a but look at look at the players. look at the fucking dominance of MJ and LeBron though. I mean, don't get me wrong, Kobe's in there too, so that's that's a good one. Yeah, but look, look at that all time, but that all time defense on the other side. I know, but look at look at the all time offense on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but if if you have all time defense, which is, but also partially all time offense versus just part time offense, you ain't gonna tell me that too. You know that. You know, come on! Look, look at the game changing on MJ and LeBron, though. Look at look at the fucking just look at the fuck just look at the overall. I'm just, I'm not man. saying that you're wrong because honestly, it's a hard decision for me. But I'm just gonna stick with my guns, bro. That's just what it is. I'm gonna stick with my guns too, and I'm gonna. Who go the fuck sent this fucking message? Huh? Who said this? <laughs> I decided to leave the names anonymous for this one, <laughs> but just so everyone's aware, you know. Whoever loses will end up like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be looking at the stars like that. Woo, poor Kamaru. Uh, yeah, all right, next he question. was thinking when that happened, man. He wasn't thinking. Fuck. He was knocked out. I'm dumb as shit. <laughs> no, he woke up and he looked at her. was like, you're kidding me. <laughs> like, all right, this, was, this is a question. This is a question I put on here because I asked this on Instagram and I was surprised at the answers. Is LeBron James a top three player of all time? Yes. Art? Is LeBron James a top three player of all time? Sure. Also, that's not what you put. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I need, I that's not what you put, though. <laughs> You're dude, one of the most. I just answer your <laughs> comments just like whatever, dude. But no, he is a top three player. Okay, I was going to ask you. Why wouldn't he be? Come I, on. I, 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 I wanted you to tell me because you put no. And there was a lot I mean, of no's. The no's has to be. Who he else put no? Uh, I don't remember who. I just remember you. How many you people put no over all those? <laughs> well, yeah, you put yeah because I do it to like bother you. Like I, I literally do it just to pick. You're on, on the podcast because I, I know, I know you'll remember. That's why. Yeah, I mean, I he has that. to be like that's not a discussion. He has to be. He's fucking passing everybody. Come so on. let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Jay. Yeah. If there was a like, okay, is he top three? Like, what is he to you? Two or three? He's he's three for me. Art, same. Who is the biggest threat to take that number three spot? Like, if you had to like argue, debate anybody, who nobody. would that be? Nope. Nobody. Nobody's a threat. Nope. Not Magic. Not not Kobe. Not Duncan. Not Hakeem. Not I mean, Kobe. Kobe's at my two. Kobe's at my Kareem's two. Kareem's four. Kareem's yeah. Four? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So, so who's your two, Jose? My two? I think he has. I think he has Kareem. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Me and Jay. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad about that. So you have MJ, Kareem, LeBron, LeBron, and then Kobe. No, no, no. I I got Duncan over Kobe. If I've made that case forever. (laughs) I forgot about that shit. That's a good one. But that's my top five. I mean, too. But that's my top five. Like Duncan's four, and then Kobe's five. That's my top five. 
I might sound crazy. I don't give a fuck. Okay, so who do you, you have? Trust MJ people. Kareem, the A. You got MJ <laughs> Kareem and then LeBron. Yeah. Right. So yeah. again, to ask your question, because I said nobody. I don't think anybody's taking that spot from him. Yeah. Um. Are you just throwing it back beat, at me? If he beats Kareem in points overall, which you will this year, which you will. Yeah, I mean, where do you put him after that? I'm still leaving my three. So the reason why I'm going to leave him at three, it's going to be that that finals my losses. Guy. It's going to be my that finals guy. thing. It's going to be that finals losses. That's it's it's what's going to hurt him. If somehow LeBron would be able to pull out another chip out of his ass, then maybe I would put him over Kareem, right? Because then that would be his fifth. I know Kareem has six, but but you know that six losses is still going to bite him in the ass no matter what. Well, you can never get rid of that percentage, right? But still being top three of all time is still great. No, come on. Even being in the top five is Mm -hmm. great. But I I don't think anybody's taking him out of three. I know there's all those people that were born in the 2000s that are like, what the fuck? No way. It's it's LeBron for sure. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next question. Yesterday was Kobe's birthday and today is Mamba Day. What do you remember the uh, of the – Late Greek Mamba. God damn. Oh, and just uh, for anybody who probably missed it, like an hour ago, it was announced that his wife won sixteen million over that uh, controversial, the, the controversial you know, the photographs, the pictures. Yeah, the crash height photos and stuff like that. So um, good for her. Good for the family. Do um, they? Uh, do they ever fix the contract thing for the shoes though? I know that was another thing that was going on that apparently they sold shoes or uh, Nike still had part of it. They were trying to rework the uh, documents to be able to sell the shoes again. Um, I'm not sure, sure, honestly. Um, I haven't haven't updated that yet, so I'm not sure. But like, I guess if I could remember about the late great Kobe Bryant, you know, that yesterday was his birthday, today's Mamba Day because it's August 24th. Um. Just, bro, like every time he got hurt, he got back up and said, I'm good. Keep going. I'm not going to bitch out. Don't carry me out. Don't don't walk me out. If I got a broken finger, got a torn meniscus, ACL, Achilles, I'm going to get back up and finish the game. Up until what, you know, the doctors will let me. But that's what I remember. Like, bro, there's no quitting this, man. The the fucking the one moment, if I had to pinpoint one, is when he dislocated his finger and they popped it back in. He went straight back up. That was that was crazy. I don't know, man. It's go for it. The Iman shit where he says you have a good game off the back more back to himself, fucking draining (laughs) shit. That was that's a good one too. But go for it. Nah, man. It's just his mentality though. I know everyone says mama mentality and everything, but it's just the same thing as we'll say, you know, it's he didn't care what kind of stage he was. As long as he could play, it was his love for the game and the respect that he had for other players, like for himself in the game, though. Uh, but it, like one, like one moment that I have, like I don't know, like in my head, man. It's it's that out of bounds, trying to put it in, man. Or they just like kind of throw the ball. He throws the ball at him. Matt Barnes tries to make him flinch. Yeah, yeah. And he just looks. Yeah, he's just like, nah, you're not gonna face me, man. Like that. That's literally the the, the phase that I think of. Whenever like mama mentality is like you're just straight on point, man. Focus. And and that's why I don't like like we you know, like we know the three of us, we know Mike loves Kobe. That's his number one forever. That's his goat. That's his uh, he, he did say though, if if LeBron does better again this year, that he might take that number one spot. I have to I have to discuss that with him. I have to discuss that with him. We we will have a, our own little debate about it. I know but anyway, suited, but I remember it. <laughs> I, you lost me where I was going with my shit. <laughs> but anyways, no, I don't. I for, honestly forgot. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think we just remember like his passion, his love for the game. Like it sucks to say, right? Because he brought so much aggressiveness. He brought so much of what you know basketball represented in the eighties and nineties. He defined it well for the 2000s. I, you know, today's day in game, you know, when every, you know, unless you're like that, that Pistons guy that went after LeBron after he got elbowed, everyone's just like, you know, buddy, buddy, friends, and they're just like, they don't, it's soft, right? It's, but there's no that, 
Mamba, you know, killer instinct that it, there once was. You know, unless you're Giannis. Giannis is the only one that actually, like, doesn't bitch or cry about anything. But those are big shoes to fill, man. Uh, definitely. You know, the, the torch the torch got handed off, and I don't think anybody's going to fill those shoes ever again. It got handed off, and no one really took it. Um, all right, next question. And this is more, I think, <clears throat> I think I've put it wrong. Who would you rather have as your QB, Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert? So I think who would you like want to start for your team? Two young I'd probably, studs. I'd probably throw Joe. Joe Burrow? Ah, no, I lied. Ah, fuck. Somebody just over, like any team, like whatever team, whatever player. No, it's like if you had your own team today, who would you rather have? Would you rather have Burrow or Herbert if you had your own team to start with? Man, I would I would want to say Burrow because of the of the adversity that he overcame, man. Like it's one other one of those players, like you know, after everything that he was dealt, he just came out and proved people wrong, though. But man, I, I love the way that Justin Herbert plays. So Herbert's your answer? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Herbert. What a stud, bro! I'm gonna stay with Joe. Fuck it. I'm gonna agree with you. It's not an easy choice to make. I think Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty, you know, another one of Trey's white swag guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I think you have to see, like, for me, it's like almost a bigger picture, right? You know, Justin Herbert, I know when we had the QB rankings, Art said, you know, he hasn't had, like, essentially, like, the weapons to get him there. I feel like he has. You know, he's had Keenan Allen. He has had Austin Eckler. He's had Mike Williams. Like, now he's going to have a little better defense to help him get to the playoffs. But Joe did it on his own with I guess you could say just Jamar Chase, you know, at that point, because he took a team that nobody, and I mean nobody in the Bengals thought was gonna even make the wild card, win the division, and let alone make the conference championship or the Super Bowl. He did all that in his second year. Who's the closest just, quarterback? Wasn't it Dalton in like his second or third year whenever he took him to the playoffs? That's it, right? That's the closest that the Bengals have ever made it. Bengals had made it like three years straight to the playoffs, and then he lost every time in the wild card. The first, like first game, they're out. They never won a playoff game. Joe, first opportunity gets them all the way to the Super Bowl, and is this close to win the title? That right there, his mentality, even with the weakest O line possible, one fucking play, man. One that fucking close, play. bro. Aaron Donald is that his fucking? If he, he, Aaron Donald doesn't get in there in that one second, that Jamar Chase is wide open, touchdown. Jalen Ramsey on the floor, Bengals win the title. It's yep. that close. So I'm fucking gonna, Aaron Donald, man. It's just a, He's beast. a fucking beast, man. <laughs> fucking athlete, just bro. an animal. So have we asked him that co- uh, that question, Jose? Like, if he would oh. rather get tackled by Donald or get run over by uh, Henry? I'm pretty sure I've asked him. Jay, would you rather get tackled by Aaron Donald or run over by Derrick Henry? Fuck no, I don't want to get tackled by Aaron Donald. Thank you. Crazy. Thank you. This man wants to get tackled by Aaron Donald. I didn't say I wanted to get oh, tackled no. by Donald. Yeah, I didn't say I wanted to get tackled by him. You said I said I would rather, I would rather... Over by Henry and get stiff arm than get fucking tackled by Donald, dude. Like no, 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 that's not what you said. No, you can't do stiff arm. He got to give you the truck stick. Just a, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna, he's got to, he got to dip the shoulder on you. You said you'd rather get, over. you'd rather get hit by Aaron Donald than get run over by Henry. I'm the one to say I'd rather get trucked by Derrick Henry than we get hit by Aaron Donald. What yeah, a horrible fucking choice. No, we choice. did it. What a horrible fucking choice. Like, you ain't got nothing. Like, I don't want to get hit by Donald, dude. I told you that. Hell no. Fuck that shit. Him or, right, him or, would you rather get hit by him or Ray Lewis? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll take Donald on that one, G. Yeah. When do you f- okay? Next question. When do you fully consider a QB as a bust? Better is already dubbing Justin Fields as a bust because of his situation. That's not a bad question because we know at this point Sam Darnold's a bust. Baker, not so much because he did lead him to- Yeah. But like when at what point do y'all feel a QB's a bust? When you get to Deshaun's point. <laughs> <laughs> After 24 allegations, I said uh, I mean, uh, as a quarterback bust, not a not, the no, no, not I'm, I'm kidding. That's it. That's it. 
as a QB you know, bust? I sometimes think like in their third year. I think their third year is when they need to solidify to me that they're not a bust. So you're saying in their third year, if they just fucking tank, then they're a bust? Is that what you're saying? So, I mean, they have a shitty third year, yeah. Because you have your rookie year, your sophomore slump, and that third year you have that final. Because by what, second or third year, we were already dubbing Josh Allen a, a successful quarterback. Yep. Right? And so by... how, would you, how would you even put this one, though? Because, like, I know – so I know that they're putting him as – it's a buzz because the Bears have not done anything to help them out. Right. We know and I know that they're rebuilding. So, like, I i don't think that they're going to win and go to a division game. Like, they don't have an O-line. They don't have receivers. They're depleted on that. I guess I guess the question that they're throwing into us is that do you see by a certain point him being a game changer for the team? And if not, when do you call him a bust? I no, I, I, so yeah, I do see him as a as a playmaker, man. That's a game changer on it. I I would say third year, fourth year at the most, fourth year, but soonest third year. I must say, I, I'm going third for sure. I, I think because I mean, if you don't do anything in your third year, you're you've had years to try. You know, there's guys like how are we talking about Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Those guys like made their names their first year. You know, you don't feel like they're a bust. Like moving forward, you I know think that. you lose your drive after your third year. Like if you're just getting smashed for three years straight, I don't think you have any more drive after. So, All do right. you think, for example, a good one, Kevin Love? He got he's been behind Rodgers. Do you think he's a bust? Jordan Love. Jordan Love, yeah. He hasn't. Yeah, he had said his, the NBA player. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> he hasn't had a um, he hasn't had a full starting season. Everything like he's been filling in and out on games. Do you think he's a bust? Yes. Okay. Okay, and, and more, it's not because that he probably doesn't have the athleticism to develop. I for me, it's that he was a first round pick. They decided to move up for him to the twenty sixth pick to get him, and then he hasn't shown any development to the point where they're like, "Oh man, he's a threat to Aaron Rodgers' starting role," because Aaron Rodgers is getting older. He's had had some bad injuries, you know, a long time ago, yes, but still. Mason uh, Rudolph. Do you think he's a bust? Yes. Yeah. He's had so, opportunities. He's had that's opportunities. what he's had. Both those players are what? Their third year already? Fourth year? Mason's probably in his fourth or third. No, uh, like he's been there for a good while. He's had his opportunities. No, he's a bust. When you have Mitchell Trubisky threatening your job, that's and, enough for me to say call you a bust. Man, and even then, like I, I don't even think Trubisky's gonna play more than two games, though. I think Pickett, they might start putting Pickett in there. They might just do what he can do. Um, They're saying Pickett is is getting that uh Mac that Jones Cam Newton comparison and the uh, Herbert uh, Tyron Taylor uh, comparison. So he might take that job quick and make sure the Steelers are not under five hundred this year. I mean, if he does, man, that's gonna be great because as of right now with Trubisky, I mean, yeah, whatever we drafted him, the Bears drafted him. It was a stupid draft over some other players, man. But uh, just going back to the to the Justin Fields one, I mean. I don't know, man. Like, it's just, to me, and we've had that conversation of, like, is this his rookie or is this his, like, sophomore year? Because this he does have a new... He, he, start, he started games. So it, yeah, it's his, it's his sophomore year. Here, I, I'll say I'll say this. And this goes for Trevor Lawrence, too. This goes for... Trey um, Lance. <laughs> for everybody. All the guys from last year, too. Like, you're, by th- year three, if you're not making a game difference for your team, you're a bust. You're done. Especially when all of these guys are about to be all starters, like this year, they're all going to be starters. You're you're a bust if you can't, you know, solidify yourselves to make game changing. Yes, Mac has taken the Patriots to the playoffs. That doesn't mean he's safe. He can easily bust this year and then even be worse the next year. There's a lot of things that can I mean, happen. If you if you're just not a a worry on the field, then you're a bust. You have to you have to be a threat for your team to be in playoff contention. And Justin Fields, while well, yes, he's probably been given the short end of the of the stick. He, you know, by next year, he has to have solidified like, hey man, I'm the guy y'all are trusting forward yep. for the Chicago, uh, you know, nation to move forward the Bears. You know, because Aaron Rodgers is almost done. Aaron Rodgers, for as much as you want to say, he is almost done. So you need to be taking over that that division real quick. So, because who else do you have? You don't have any other. Young quarterbacks on the division. You have Kirk. You have. Oh, don't bring him up. You have Kirk Rogers. <laughs> Top and ten, Kirk. 
top ten Kirk. But like that's no, it. But like you have you have those three, and then you have a young quarterback, and you you're right. If he can't solidify that out of those three guys, then... I mean, look at Josh Rosen, that guy who talked the most in that 2018 draft. He was like what the fourth guy picked, and he said everyone's gonna regret not picking me first. And then look what he's on to like his sixth team in five years or four years, whatever the fuck it is. All right, you got another question here. Was Leon Edwards' head kick knockout on Usman the greatest knockout kick ever? Example, Holman Rousey, GSP, Hughes, too. Was that the most devastating head kick? I still think Rousey's is the worst one. Do you count? Okay, with this question, because um, do you count this more as, you know, roundhouse kick how it was, or do you, would, you know, any kick knockout are we discussing? What do you think? Because, I mean, that Joaquin Buckley one was a nice one, too, when that spinning kick when his foot was grabbed and he just knocked him out silly. That's a good one. I, and I to Barbosa? That's a good one, too. I think if we're going to look at it, we got to look at it overall, right? That like, Don't get me wrong. When he caught the kick and then he got kicked in his fucking nose, that was, that was a good one. But these were, like, world-changing kicks. I still think home is on the top. I mean, it's Bro, like Ronda, Ronda was dominating everyone. Nobody had a chance against Ronda. And home kicked her in her fucking mouth and put her in a bed. Yep. And that was the end of it. And Ronda Rousey was never the same after that. She became WWE champion. <laughs> she got kicked yeah. out. She got kicked into the WWE. Um, next question. Who's the better head coach? Greg Popovich or Phil Jackson? I already know Jose's answer. The most winning coach of all time? Hell yeah. Most wins? Now probably going to be duplicated again? Hell yeah, it's Greg Popovich. The fuck you mean? 11 titles because he got two goats? Come on now. Three top 10 players of all time possibly? Come on, man. That's just cheating. Of course he's going to win 11 titles with that shit. The fuck you mean? <laughs> I'd give him that. I would go pop. I like Phil, but I would go pop on that one too. As much shit as I talk about first. <laughs> Art? I got to give him that one. Nah, man. Greg, uh, he's gonna be a, it's going to be a sad day in San Antonio, man, whenever he leaves. Um, yes, he's, he's taught a lot of players and a lot of – man, he's, he's had great, great coaches go through him. Um, and now some of them are leading their own NBA team. But, man, it's just all the coaches and all the players talk about – Greg's mindset and, and play mentality. It's another guy that uh, I don't know, man. It's I'm gonna go Popovich, man. Just his composure on it, and I, I man, it, it's so funny whenever he gets mad and he just he doesn't give a shit, man. If he gets kicked out of the game or not, he wants but, to get kicked out, so his assistant like, coach can deal with it. It's, it's great, man. <laughs> I love him. Shit, let Timmy take over. Nobody wants to go to blackjack. Too oh, Timmy, that's why Timmy retired. He was like, oh, man, he made me head coach. I'm going – I won't – he went one and no, and I'm like, I'm retired, undefeated. Thank you. I'm out. <laughs> Nobody ever beat my perfect record. <laughs> okay. Goat of goats. Wayne Gretzky, Ali, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Babe Ruth, Tiger Woods, Lionel Messi, or whatever football Lionel. you want to count. Lionel. Lionel. You already know my answer, dog. You already know my answer. <laughs> yeah, Wayne Gretzky, right? Fuck, man. <laughs> good, good. He's good, too, but Ali is my goal of all. By the way, Art, would you count uh, Messi as a goat for soccer? Or is it uh, still Diego Maradona? Oh, yeah, he pass is, gas right there, huh? He's in that contention, man, but Maradona – he just did more. I mean, it's one of those things, again, like Maradona did a lot for what he did in soccer, man. And and we've had that conversation of who's next between Lionel and uh, uh, what's his name, man? I just forgot. Ronaldo? And Ronaldo, like it's it's one of those things between those two that who do you go with? But I think Maradona keeps it. Pelé, I, I would even say Pelé is out there. Like I would, I would even say he's in front of Maradona and in front. I would, I would, 
Like, I think they're both the touch, man. But I think Pelé and then Maradona and then whoever else decides to take on that, that torch, though. But Pelé, man, like, people, players from Brazil, man, there's just a way of playing. Like, it's not like they love the game. Like, I, it's any South American team. They just, it's the passion for the game that, that I've seen from those great people, man. But you see, you see how there's like always like, ah, oh, maybe there's this one. There was nobody contesting Ali, bro. Ali is the fucking god of all fucking people. Get out of here. Give a fuck about nobody else. Ali I'm, is I'm, the fucking I'm, goat. I'm not allowed to say anything because everyone's just gonna know I'm gonna say Tom Brady, but I'm just, I'm not I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm bowing out. I'm not gonna say anything. They're all great. Uh you no, gotta pick ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's Tom Brady. I just said it. It's Tom Brady. I'm there you go. Out, but, you Thank know. you. Let me fucking bitch it out. Wow, dare you talk to me like that, sir? You sick fuck. <laughs> Not on live. No, no, no. Shut up. <laughs> Who is the new pound for pound king? Are we talking Tomorrow UFC or we're talking boxing? UFC. This is an MMA question. UFC. Tomorrow was it. That's what a lot of people were dubbing. You Did you agree? And who is it now? You want my answer? I won't hear your answer. I, I don't think I've ever asked you this. The champion's name is Charles Oliveira. I was going to fucking say that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bronx I've man been, has risen up. I've been, fucking, I've been preaching Charles ever since I saw this motherfucker, but I'm glad you said that. The champion's name is Charles Oliveira, my friends. I mean, come on, bro. Look at what he's done. I, and don't get me wrong. We were talking about it with Kamara, right? We want guys that are, like, fucking up guys, the champions that finish people off. Bro, Gaethje, sleep. Dustin, sleep. Michael Chandler, sleep. You know, bro. I wish Khabib was still in this. He get his shit fucking choked out, too. Khabib must be sleeping. Islam, sleeping. sleeping. Islam's going to bed. So, Du Bronx is my guy. I, I, obviously, for me, also, like, a big favorite for me would also be Alexander Volkanovsky. I think he's Jesus right there. Fucking been it's fucking amazing as hell. But I, I'm going to put Du Bronx over Volkanovsky. What about you, Art? I was going to say Volk. Just slightly over. But, man, it's just. Because he's still champion? <laughs> No, well, I mean, I would say uh, he's still the champ. Like, yeah, he lost it by what? The just half. half wait, miss weight. Like yeah, half. It's, and then it's what I I I know that it was one of the controversials on that. Like, you're using a digital weight on your locker rooms and everywhere else, but then you use an actual weighted weight for that. Like, it could be. I mean, they could have an error on it, but yet again, like it's to me, he's still the champion, and he's. I My can't wait to see his. They like Khabib get away with that shit. Yeah, they like Khabib get away with that same the, shit. DC got away with it. The man fucking grabbed the towel, like I'm okay. It's because he's eating all that chicken. Eating all that fucking chicken. That's <laughs> mm. all about. But um, but once again, the pound for pound king is uh the real champion's name is uh Charles Oliveira. That's a perfect. Uh, and the last question we got for tonight, this comes from our boy Mike. A lot of these questions also came from Mike too, but that's what I, I wanted to shout out because I know you know where it's from, Jay. Can I hear everyone's rendition of Fudo Peach Sports? Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's get it. <laughs> you guys say the whole thing though. You guys say I'm not saying the whole thing. No, say it. Say it, say it. for Mike. Your boys. On no, boys. No, 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 no. No on boys. That's not how that works. You got to do a podcast. podcast. This is how you end up the podcast, bro. <sighs> uh, no knuckles crunching. Uh, you, but you have to say sports. what the hit. Oh, gee, I was about to. You, you, you have to say. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined everything. That's why I hit the mic right behind it. I was like, he's not going to see it. You have to say it with his voice, though. Smooth. I don't have. I don't, oh, okay. Be sports, let's ride. Put <laughs> <laughs> be sports, let's ride. Trust. <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta do it like Marky Girl's eyes. Big trust. <laughs> <laughs> About that. 
with you, bro. Oh, Big trust. Oh, my God. You look just like him. He's not as dark. Well, that's how that's how we can end the show. <laughs> wait, wait, I need to hear y'all. So he wants everybody's rendition. It's I need my less red. It's art. It's Artie. Artie, oh, you gotta say oh, Artie. Artie has to say it. Oh, here we go. Puro pinches sports. Let's ride. That's so robotic <laughs> as hell. What is that? Puro pinches sports. Let's, <laughs> Let's ride. ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. I can't say it with a loud voice either. Man. I'm not doing it right now. Come on, get my mic. Just get on your mic. Just get on your mic. And I look at the camera and be like, put a beach of sports. That's right. Look, that's, three. Whoop, whoop. that's three. You're good. You're good there, bro. That's three. You disappoint him. You disappoint him. That's, that's all I know. But, anyways, guys, that was fun. Um, we don't really have to talk about KD staying in Brooklyn. Kind of knew he was. He had no choice. Um, but that's all it. That's all I got. Y'all got anything else? Jay, you want to call him out on anything before we go? You want to call out Art on anything else we want to go? No, I, think, I think we got that over with. <laughs> we'll, leave, we'll leave it up for his next controversial the, pick. Yeah, right. Just, let's just remember. Oh. That. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> Big trust. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> All right, Jay, send in your plugs, man. Where can they find you on Steam and whatever? Oh, man. Yeah, what's your name now? What's your name today? <laughs> it's Tice Nitties. <laughs> you don't even want to know my other ones. You should probably just leave those ones out. Yeah, I'll just leave it alone. As it is. All right, what are your plugs? If you got it. That A underscore, you've out of design. All right, guys, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Buddha Beach of Sports. You can follow That's us right. on Twitter. <laughs> it's too long of a name. You can follow us on Twitter at Beach of Sports Pod. Uh, don't forget to like, share, leave a comment, comment. guys. Yeah, comment away. <laughs> Art's got enough enemies. Of this. His enemies are after him. <laughs> One of them's Marco. It's oh, like, <laughs> it's fucking lurking. <laughs> He's like this, Twitter fingers. He's like, Artie, let's ride. <laughs> Probably, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. For my Artie, bad for giving him his at my address. I am also, oh my God. <laughs> Stop it. We are put up each sport. Let's ride on out of here. Y'all get Peace. Let's ride. Let's ride. All right.